All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS office hours. It is Saturday, February 10th of 2024. This is our first Saturday office hours. So hopefully you guys can catch the show here. I don't really know how it's going to go, but excited to bring you guys another day of office hours here. So for those of you who don't know me, my name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. This is a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. You get your questions in one of three ways. First off, send us an email, support at sabersim.com. Second, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord and want to get access to that channel, there is a link in the description of this video. You get access to our similar channels, individual sport channels, and you get access to the rest of the SaberSim team. So can't say enough good things about the Discord. But with that said, uh, looking ahead here, we have a four-game, or I'm sorry, we have four NBA slates today. There's an early, there's a main, there's a turbo, there's night. We have an early NHL. We have a main slate NHL. We have a 14-fight MMA card, and then we have the Super Bowl on Sunday. So ton of DFS action coming at you today through the weekend here. If you're not signed up with us and want to check us out, we have a five-day free trial. No strings attached. You could uh, use the link in the description to start your free trial today. Get access to all of those sports I just mentioned. But with that said, going to get the app pulled up here. Uh, we do have a couple questions to get us started. So it looks like the first question came in uh, earlier this morning. Thank you for that question. And question says, Sims question, using flashback, the winning lineups are in the 500 to 1,000 range. None of the 1 to 500 are coming up as winning. Must be doing something in setup, not necessarily for show, unless you want to use it. Uh, so I'm not 100% sure what you mean by in the 500 to 1,000 range. Like the 500 to 1,000 range of what would kind of be my question. Maybe you're talking about like sim ROI. So if we like go back to, you know, uh, yesterday for like NBA that that's kind of what I I would be guessing that like you're talking about here so like if we go so this is how you use contest flashback right you go to the contest tab you go to all contests you could do the contest that you played if you have a CSV as well and then say I want to go look at the flagship right so I'm going to click on the contest it's going to get this green box around it and then from here the lineups will load so let me just close the contest tab so, boom, these are all the lineups. It's showing, you know, the highest lineup followed by second, followed by third. So, it sounds like we're saying it's like, hey, when I sort by sim ROI here, you know, the actual winning lineup was like further down here. So, I'm going to let this load real quick. Uh, it can take a minute to load, you know, when it's loading, you know, tens of thousands of entries and trying to sort them all. So, be a little patient with it. So, right now it's sorting. I had it inversely sorted by sim ROI, so like lowest to highest, and then I switched it from highest to lowest. So just make sure that you're being aware of which direction these arrows are pointing. So it looks like the highest sim ROI, you know, 456, and then and then less and less. So when we look at the top uh, actual rank, right? I think the I think that the sim ROI of the winner was like in the 60%. So I think that's probably what you're talking about here. Um, one thing that that's like really hard to understand is like, Hey, which lineup is, you know, going to win on any given day. Right. I mean, this question kind of comes up like with your pool, like, Hey, you know, 
Line up 100 and you know 50 was the highest in my pool. How do I get that in my top 20 lineups? And you know, if we knew, we would obviously put that lineup in your in the top, right? But what we do here is we run you know hundred thousand simulations in our contest sims, and then see you know which lineups graded out the best in the sim, right? And the reason for that, I like to make like a poker analogy is uh, if you're familiar with like. No Limit Texas Hold'em, 2-7 is the worst hand in poker, right? But so on average, that lineup is going to lose more money than it wins. But that doesn't mean that the lineup, the, the hand is never going to win money. So rather than try and guess, hey, when is this bad hand going to win? It's better to just not play that hand and be comfortable with this long-term approach of like, hey, I know if I play this hand enough times, I'm going to lose money. Therefore, I shouldn't play it. So um, that's that's kind of the approach here. and you know, what I would say like is one of the most useful things in contest flashback, which if you want to see, you know, some pros break down contest flashback strategy, you could do that in our YouTube playlist, reviewing past slates with contest flashback. We have videos all NFL season. I did a basketball video with Max Steinberg at the beginning of the season. And then I did an NHL strategy uh, contest flashback video with Scott at the beginning of the NHL season. So we have multiple sports in here. We'll probably do one as like baseball comes, et cetera here. But these are good videos to give you ideas about how to think about contest flashback, what you're looking for in your review assumptions and, um, you know, things you can come away with at the end of your review. So check out those videos. But I think that, you know, one of the best things is like to come in here into the users tab really because by doing this, you're looking at a portfolio of lineups, right? You're looking at, Hey, when somebody submitted 150, you know, this is probably going to end up being a mix of positive sim ROI, negative sim ROI, but their portfolio as a whole, how did it grade out? Right. And then from there, I would, you know, sort by maxers, just generally, you know, people maxing the contest are probably sharper. And then, so you can right click on the entries filter for the max and then sort by sim ROI. And then maybe you spend some time looking at some of these top players, right? So, uh, OCDOBV is, is Kurt in our Discord, you know, a uh, power user. And, you know, you want to go look at like Kurt's lineups and say, hey, you know, what do his stacks look like? Uh, what players did he roster? You know, did I roster similar players? And, you know, how did that work out for me? Right. And maybe, you know, you look at what he did compared to what you did. You know, maybe you find some things like, hmm, interesting. You know, he got to a lot of Kyle Kuzma. Like, was that on purpose? You know, was that on accident? Uh, and, and just, you know, try and dissect some of these pros portfolios, right? So we do have another really good video related to that. It is called study DFS like a pro review results and study the pros contest flashback walkthrough. I will drop this here in the YouTube chat so you guys can check that out. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, basically trying to suggest you take like this model mimic and master approach, you know, it's, it's widely used. I think like, in, in business and in other forms of, you know, life where you study somebody who is where you want to be and, you know, you, you, you mimic them and you try and see if you can do what they did to repeat their success and kind of go from there. So those are my thoughts, man. Let me know if you have any questions. Uh, looks like you're still here. So appreciate it. Appreciate you. And we're going to hit this next question here from Henry. Oh, this is a similar question. Henry said, any tips on how to use contest flashback with NBA when there were lots of late swaps? Uh, so really, you know, late swaps shouldn't affect the usability 
of flashback. So the way that contest flashback works, you know, when, when we run our post contest Sims after the slate is over, we're taking the actual lineups from the contest at the end of the night. And then we're running them through our post contest Sim and then returning all of the Sim metrics. So even if, you know, lineups are changing throughout the night, that's completely fine. You basically want to see like, Hey, at the end of the night, where did everybody end up? And you could even look at some of those late swaps, right? Like there was a week where um, there was like a late scratch in NFL and um, like some running back became a huge value in the, in like very, very close to the afternoon lock. And that player came in, you know, very low ownership, like 5% or something like that. And then you went and looked at some of the pros and they just got to like a ton of that player, like as much as they possibly could. But when you went and looked at like some of the lower stakes contests, you know, that player was like way, way, way low owned. So we were, uh, I remember chopping it up with Max talking about the differences between like low stakes, high stakes, late swap strategy, how much people are paying attention. And so like, I think that those are good opportunities. Like, Hey, you know, this news broke, you know, let's go and look at how players in the $15 flagship handled it. And then let's go and look at how players playing the, uh, what's a good one here? The $1.20 max handled it, right? And then see some of those disparities. So like we always talk about this idea of like, hey, these lower stakes contests are a little bit softer. You know, some of those things can like kind of prove that to you where people that are, you know, playing these bigger contests, wagering more money or just paying attention more. And that can give you some insight into why these contests are a little bit softer. All right. Good question there. I uh, got one more here from D Wibbins. Question says, any tips on low stakes satellites for tickets? If there's no contest sim, but I want to pick the next available. And when sorting, should I look for a highest win percent or still risk adjusted ROI? Uh, good question. You know, honestly, I kind of prefer to use uh win rate here. You know, some of these satellites, like even, even the satellites where they pay, you know, the top like five places, you know, you're probably not optimizing for that outcome anyways. Like second place doesn't mean very much. Third place doesn't mean very much. So I think using win rate is like totally fine for satellites here. Um, truth, truth be told that, you know, I'm not doing anything like special with like the contest Sims for them. Uh, normally, what I'll do is just like, cause I mean, you know, you might be playing for like a $60 qualifier ticket or like the $25, you know, fantasy basketball millionaire tickets, which they were just like running a ton of satellites for those. Um, I'm just using the contest sim from like one of my single entries and, and just, you know, letting that account for it. I know it's like not optimal, but when you're playing like, you know, 30 plus contests a night, it's like pretty hard to do all of them. So I'm not doing anything super special. I think it's interesting idea to run like a third build for your satellites. So like you have all your single entries and three maxes, your 20 maxes, 150 maxes, and then you have like a third build for all of your satellites. And then maybe you're using some type of uh, satellite um, contest sim because there are some in the lobby. Like I see the qualifier here. Uh, let's see if there's any more. They have the mega millionaire. So like the $42... They have the $15, uh, like a $5 entry. So they definitely have like some, maybe you use one of these, like one of these contest sims is going to be closer than like a single entry, right? So um, you could you could do that, right? Set up a contest sim from one of these satellites 
and then just use it because it's like the next closest thing. So I think that's an okay strategy too. Um, but definitely, definitely think you could do some things there to like kind of help yourself out. I kind of like the idea of like a third satellite build or, or maybe just like that, that, that specific satellite contest sim. And then you just work it into the same build and just make sure that you have that one contest sim that's for satellites. And then you end up sorting by that one and filling appropriately. I would probably do it last just because the GPP, you know, prizes for first place are going to be a lot higher than those satellites. So, um, you know, I, I just make sure to, if you're working it in, you know, work it in last, but definitely some interesting things you could do there. The, the kind of more we talk about it, I don't feel like this is a topic that we've spent a ton of time talking about here in the past. So happy to chop it up. Uh, just giving you guys my ideas off the cuff here. Uh, so, so let me know if you guys have any thoughts or pushback. I'm always open to, uh, you know, starting a conversation around some of these topics. But with that said, it looks like we're all caught up on questions here in the Office Hours channel and the YouTube chat. Uh, this is our first Saturday show, so I wasn't sure exactly how it was going to go, but it looks like we got some people joining here and we got some questions. So appreciate you guys. Uh, always trying to bring you guys more content and, you know, more ability to ask questions and get help from our team to help you guys be better DFS players. Uh, one quick announcement before I go, you know, our show is moving Monday through Friday from 2 p.m. Eastern to 4 p.m. Eastern starting this Monday. So be on the lookout for that change here. But um, aside from that, I'm going to get out of here, everybody. So until Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern, take care. Good luck. I'll see you all. Thanks. Bye.